Wrestling Reverb is a part of the Pulse Podcast Network. Pulse Podcast Network provides you with the best variety of podcasts on the web. From sports such as the WWE and NBA, all the way through to Dungeons and Dragons podcasts and anything in between. Head on over to PulsePodcastNetwork.com or you can download the Pulse Podcast app, which is available on both Apple devices and Android devices. Hey, hey you there. Who, me? Yes, you. What? Are you a wrestling fan? Yeah. And do you like podcasts? They're alright. Then look no further. I have got the perfect podcast for you. Well, what is it? It's called Why We Watch. It's a podcast by fans, for fans, about fans. Where can I find it? You can find this podcast on the Visionaries Wrestling Network. And it's available everywhere that you can find a podcast, including Spotify, Stitcher, and even Google Play. Guys, Wrestling Reverb is, of course, a part of the Pulse Podcast Network, and the Pulse Podcast Network now has an official ticket provider, TickSplits. Take a listen to this. Have you been searching for the best ticket deals around? Well, look no further. With TickSplits, the price you see is the price you pay, and TickSplits just happens to have over $6 billion in ticket inventory just waiting for you. They absolutely mean it when they say every ticket, every venue, everywhere. And you can save even more with promo code PULSE in all caps to save you 5% off your total purchase. Just go to TixFlix.com and click the search bar. Search events based on your geographic location. Pick the show you want and BAM! It's showtime. Sporting events, Broadway shows, concerts and more with TixFlix.com. And while you're there, be sure to sign up for the email newsletter so you can stay up to date on the latest news and savings with TixFlix. That's TixFlix.com. T-I-X-D-L-I-T-Z.com. Every ticket, every venue, everywhere. Guys, that's how easy it is with TixSplits.com, the official ticket provider for the Pulse Podcast Network. And just use the code PULSE in all caps to get 5% off. Are you looking for wrestling content and exclusive interviews from the likes of Impact Pro Wrestlers, New Japan, Ring of Honor, and British Wrestling? Are you in the market for a five-minute recap of all the day's events? Then subscribe now to Wilford Watches Podcast, available on all pod platforms and on Twitter at Wilford Watches. Now, back to the show. Hello everyone and welcome to a very special edition of Wrestling Reverb. I am Josh, of course, and of course Kevin is here as well. How are you doing, Kevin? I'm doing good, particularly good today because, as you said, we have a very special episode in store for the listeners. Yes, something something different, something we've we've never done before, something you don't really see a lot of on podcasts, in my opinion. Um, but, hey, maybe I just don't look hard enough. Um... First and foremost, Kevin, we got a we got a couple of guests here today, and um, when we were kind of discussing this last week, we didn't know what the hell we were gonna do. We're just like, 
Is it just going to be Kevin? Is it going to be Kevin versus some other people? We don't know. But um, we have secured some guests first, and, and I've had him here on the podcast before. Uh, it feels like a lifetime ago now. Brian, you're here. How are you doing? I'm doing well, Josh. Thank you for having me back on. And Kevin, uh, good to know you. Good to meet you. Good to meet you too, man. Yeah, so Brian was here, like I said, felt like a lifetime ago. Um, we did an NXT TakeOver Phoenix recap. Um, we had a lot of fun with that. We talked for three and a half hours, I think, Brian. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Something like that. <laughs> so it's probably not going to be hard for us to talk today. Nope. And um, someone new to the to my podcast, I've never had him here on Wrestling Reverb. Um, so it's tradition around here to let people do their own intros that haven't been here before. So please introduce yourself to our fine world. <laughs> well, thank you for that, Josh. Um, of course, I am your NIK, AKA double G, and I thank you for making this quite the place to be. And I look forward to having fun with this trivia match here tonight, whether or not I do well or whether or not I get wrecked, it should be fun. And, uh, just a quick explanation. I run a YouTube channel called GG Vision. Uh, I do a satire show of mostly Rob and sometimes the pay-per-views. It's kind of similar to the Mark Mark from Little Karibo, if you guys ever remember that. And uh, I have a lot of fun with it, and I can't wait to keep uh, just pushing it along week by week. And I do a bunch of other stuff like uh, Metrodome Battles, and I run a tournament for prize money, and I do uh, Smash Bros. highlights every week as well. So I look forward to uh, doing more collabs like this. So thank you. No, no worries. Um... This is, like, so like I said before, trivia and, and quizzes and all that kind of jazz is not something that you usually, well, I don't know about you guys, but I've never really seen it on too many podcasts. Um, and it just kind of no. randomly come to me in an idea. I'm like, this could be fun or it could go completely wrong, but I'm here for the ride. Um, oh, I've had a blast watching uh, No DQ do it. Yeah. They do a very, they do a very good trivia. So this is going to be, like, basically, there is no pressure on this, guys. Don't worry about it too much. But we're just going to go around the room, ask some questions. But before we get to that, um, of course, Raw's in a few hours. Um, Obviously, the big story going into Raw tonight is that Roman Reigns is going to be on Raw. Um, I'll just quickly run around the room. Um, Kevin, what's your kind of take on Roman... um, what, what's running through your mind? What do you think? Is he just going to update us on his health? Is is something more happening? What do you think is going on? I don't know. It's it's something that's kind of got me thinking in a couple of different directions. You know, it could because this could be anything from he's going to be back soon. He might not be back for a while. It could be a retirement speech. We don't know, even though I don't think that's what it is. I think it's going to be leaning more towards an announcement on his condition. Uh, it's a tricky condition that he has, obviously. Uh, leukemia is so tough to pinpoint. So I don't really ex- – I don't really know what to expect. It, it's it's got my – like it's got me like, kind of feeling kind of weird, honestly, about it. Like, I don't know what to expect. Yeah, I don't know what to expect either. Um, obviously, I'm hoping for the best of news um, for Roman and his health, first and foremost. Um, Brian, what's kind of going through your mind? Do you echo that kind of statement that Kevin said, or is there something else going on? What What do you think? Yeah, it's, it's, it's tough to say, Josh. I mean, right now, I mean, it could be just a situation where he's just p- popping by just to say, hey, everybody, I'm doing okay. I'm 
you know, this is the status of my condition. I don't think there's anything in the works where he's just all of a sudden back. Um, just because if that was the case, if there was like something where he was, you know, medically cleared, I don't think we'd have all these like NXC stars popping up all of a sudden. So I know, uh, you know, the NXC call-ups were, you know, supposedly something that went down within like one o'clock of the taping last week where Vince was like, ah, no, screw this. We're going to just call up all these NXC guys. Let's get going. (laughs) So I think I'm not sure where Raw is this evening. Um, Hopefully it's It's somewhere. Okay, so that should be a fairly good location. And then I think we can all agree at this particular point, especially like Roman coming out to Raw, you know, a few months ago and sharing that info with us. He's probably never going to get booed again, so it'll be a nice little pop for him. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Nick, what's running through your mind? Uh, personally, a couple things. Uh, one, I'm glad that he's coming out at all because it probably means good news. I don't think it would come through the light of WWE if that wasn't the case. Two, I think he's definitely going to put the hell over on Seth Rollins completely as him being credible to beat Brock Lesnar. And honestly, it wouldn't even surprise me if it's like teases the thought that he might get involved in some way at WrestleMania because I could see that happening, even if it's just a simple distraction. But yeah. hopefully it's just good news, and but I believe it's definitely going to involve Seth Rollins in some way. Yeah, I could see that too. That's definitely a thing um, that I kind of thought about as well. First and foremost, I just want to make sure that, like, I just want him to be health-wise better on the mend, and I think that's what we can all agree on. And, I mean, I don't like, there's no matter what, like, that, anybody does on the internet or in wrestling there's always just those jerk offs that just have to be like it's a work it's fake i'm like just i just block those people out i just yeah, can't deal with those it those kind of people don't know how to imagine something like that yeah no um it's just i guess we've talked about it many times on this show just the negative side of wrestling fans or just the internet in general but um moving on from that there also is something else happening on Raw, and that's Ric Flair's birthday celebration. Um, on a lighter note, um, his 70th birthday is today. Um, Jesus. He's going to outlive us all, man. He really is. Um, he'll never die, that man. But um, He's like Bob Barker. <laughs> um, just, I, I think I have a kind of assumption of what's going to happen. It's probably going to involve Becky Lynch of some kind, but... um. We'll go around the room. We'll start with Brian this time. Brian, what do you think is going to go down on this celebration for Ric Flair's birthday? It's hard to say. I mean, I want to say if, you know, they're obviously in Atlanta. That was WCW country. So maybe there's some warm and fuzzies there. I want to say, I don't think they've had. Well, I guess there was the evolution thing that they had in SmackDown. Because I was going to say, man, have they had him back since he had his, uh, heart issue but yeah they, they've had him at least once or twice at minimum so could just be a situation for him to get a good pop i don't think becky's gonna come in and whoop his ass or anything i think that would be really funny i'm sure he'd be for it uh, i'm sure it'll end up being some type of shenanigans where he's getting acknowledged and then charlotte's coming out being a you know a heel blah 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 and then becky tries to come out and do something or maybe even ronda tries to go come out where it's all just all three of them it just 
I, I don't know if this is going to help with the build to whatever triple threat they're going to lead to WrestleMania, but I, I'm down for seed planting for sure. Yeah. Um, Nick, what's your kind of take? Do you think Becky's going to get involved, or do you think it's more so just going to be a fun little celebration? Uh, honestly, I could see it not even involving Becky and them at all, and only in the way where they might just keep it on its own just because he has to be to the point where involving him in any sort of rough and tumble sketch, I guess, is risky as hell, you would think, and maybe a really good promo. And then, but I could definitely also see him just like being there when uh, Charlotte's talking to Ronda, or even just one of them getting in his face. But I don't really see any physicality happening. That would be way too risky. Only Vince is nuts for that. <laughs> um, Kevin, what's your kind of take on this as well? Uh, can you add to that? Yeah, uh, I don't think we're gonna see any physicality. Maybe I, th- I think maybe we'll see like a slap across. I think cause I think Becky Lynch will get involved in this celebration. I do think that. I think maybe a slap across the face, something of that nature, where it's like not the worst thing in the world. Rick's, you know, he's had his recent health scares, but he, at, the, at the crux of it all, he's still a, he's seventy years young. You know, he's gonna he is gonna outlive us all, as 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 was said before. <laughs> so, uh, and you know, he, and you know, he loves he loves the business, and he would do whatever was needed for this segment to really take off and to put everyone over. So I think Becky. I think Becky shows her face, and you know, I think she makes it a celebration we're never gonna forget. Yeah, I think it'll be a fun segment. Um, I don't know. Raw is Raw is what it is. It's has its weeks where it's good. It has its weeks where it's bad. It's just it is, it is what it is. <laughs> Furthermore, I am excited for, to see Rick. I always am. As much as he's a, he's just fun. <laughs> It's hard not to be. Yeah. He's always stylish. And I'm just um, happy to be able to see Roman. And, yeah, that's really all that I think is really announced for Raw. Other than that, it'll be just, you know, your usual Raw. Um, <laughs> but is everyone kind of on the same page, just excited to see those two things? I think that should yeah. make it a little special. Yeah. Yeah. I'm intri- I'm intrigued at what they're going to do with the NXT guys. Honestly, Josh and Kevin and Nick, it just... It, what they've done the past week has really just hurt my head. <laughs> I feel like <laughs> yeah. I'm not not trying to get on an NXT tangent, Josh. I, I know this is not the place for that, it's but okay. I, I I believe they like to me when Triple H was doing that promo last week, I felt like he was crying a little bit just because he's like, oh my god, like I've built this story up for two years and you're taking a ginormous shit on it, and it's just like, ugh, it, uh, it, I, like. He's destroying something like probably one of the best storylines they've ever done, and this was obviously by mistake. I, I I feel like this was something that just materialized out of just natural, and obviously the Champa and Johnny go back as far as the the first uh, cruiserweight classic, but it's just it infuriates me that like they went to Lafayette, Louisiana, they could give zero fucks about these four awesome guys, and it's just like. Why would you bring up four other people from NXT that you're not even promoting the ones that you just got? That's so I know. stupid. I agree. No, I agree. They're all, already on Elias. It's been, he hasn't had a single – he's like, like one championship match. It's like, are you kidding me? Uh, 
it, it is what it, it, I understand. So anyone that doesn't hasn't listened to the NXT Takeover Phoenix recap way back when with me and Brian. Brian is a just a massive NXT fan. He NXT is like in a sense his baby. What he loves about wrestling <laughs> in this this day and age. So um, when those four guys got announced, Brian was one of the first people I talked to about it. Just for the fact of. I know how he's going to feel about this because I love NXT too, but I, you know, am with everything with the WWE. So um, I know how Brian is feeling. He's just walking on, I think he's walking on eggshells with it. He just wants it to do well, but he's scared. Is that is that right by me saying that? <laughs> well, it's not only that, Josh. It's just, it's way too much, way too fast because... You know, we haven't even really gotten any introduction to, like, EC3. Like, supposedly this was a guy Vince really liked because he was a big, tall, tan, sweaty guy, which is usually his forte as far as a wrestler back in the 90s. You know, Lacey <laughs> Evans is just doing this bit where she's walking around. and then yeah, she's heavy, good. Yeah, heavy machineries just being goofballs, and that's unfortunate because they're actually pretty decent. And then... Why, why would you bring up four more people? Because it's concerning to me because officially, if you look at WWE right now, they've kind of adjusted their profiles a smidge too, where they're uh, WWE now. And that makes me very sad because uh, I've already heard some rumblings of the uh, Dusty Rhodes classic. So I, I know there's like a foreshadowing that I'm not going to ruin right now for you guys because I've already seen the spoilers for it. But just... They don't need to, it, you know, this is something they could have just planted naturally where they don't have to try to bring up Tommaso and Johnny doing this, like, kind of face one night, heel one night, like, circumstance, like, when they're tag teaming. It's just really dumb. And then, you know, Ricochet, he was awesome versus that match with Finn Balor. But, again, you can't, if you're going to do something like that, you better promote the shit out of that. Cause yeah. Uh, although me and Josh, Kevin, and, and Nicholas, we basically shat on the crowd, but then I really sat back and think about it. Who's, at the end of the day, who is it up to to promote and get a good pop? That's the promotion. So uh, I get that. Did they pick a Did they pick a terrible place to bring up four great yeah. NXT people? Absolutely. That was that was a terrible decision. But had they promoted that a week in advance? People may like, hey, let's go check out NXT. Like, let let's look up let's look up some YouTube clips on these guys. But they just could not give two shits. It was a little bit better the next night on SmackDown because I believe they were at New Orleans. It was just, you know, that that's something special that they could have saved for. That's an after Mania type of thing. But they were just like, oh no, Vince just felt. You know, from uh, Wrestling Observer, from what Melzer and Alvarez were saying, they just he felt like the roster just needed big stars. Well, well you've got people on your roster right now that you don't want to use. Uh, obviously, the roster is very thin with faces right now, but why would you just ruin just a very special thing that you could have waited for Tommaso to bring up, like, after media, like a couple weeks later, you know? I get it. I understand that. Um... I may as well ask everyone on this why we're here. Kevin, um, after the... We we briefly chatted about it um, last week, but, you know, leading into tonight's Raw, after you've seen everything, um, do you kind of echo what Brian's saying, or do you see it in a way that it's it's just adding to the main roster? 
No, I, I agree with Brian. Um, I think it's, I think the timing of it is is very bizarre. I just, you know, you have this such this great thing going right now. You're telling this terrific story down in NXT, but then you have these same four guys come up and do different things that you know you wouldn't that don't necessarily resonate with their characters, especially with Champa and Gargano. You're seeing them tagging, take, taking on the bar on SmackDown, acting as like the face team in that situation. There's no real explanation of what what happened on NXT. They don't really go into the backstory too much. And I don't know. I, I don't necessarily I, – as much as I love seeing Champa, Gargano, Aleister Black, Ricochet on TV Mondays and Tuesdays, it has to make sense. And I'm just not sure if it makes total sense right now. Yeah, and um... – I completely agree with that. Nick, what's your what's your deal with this? Are you <coughs> angry about the fact that they just come up with basically no story? They're just, we're here now, and that's pretty much it. Oh, God. It's all just symptoms of a deeper problem, and that Vince needs to back off. He just yes. needs to back off so bad. He's just, CM Punk said it best eight freaking years ago. You don't know what makes a superstar anymore in 2019 or 2011 back then. And it's the same is true now. And he gives up on people instantly. Like, the rate of which he gives up on NXT call-ups, I'd be scared for my life. I'd be like, no, keep me here. But And it's even worse in this fact, in this fact because they shouldn't have brought all four of them up at the same time. That's a no-no. Bring up, like, two and then one and one. And good God, the commentators... Every time Cole opens his mouth about Aleister Black, I just make think he's gonna like be at the bottom of the ramp waiting for him on his hands and knees because he's just so dark and moody. I can't, I can't <laughs> handle it anymore. I can't. And it's just, it was a bad idea. I mean, maybe one of them, maybe Aleister Black or Ricochet, because you like you said we are light on heels or light on faces, but the roster's already at like 257. Can they not just, you know? take someone and go with them for at least six months yeah that'd be nice that's that's my kind of exact statement on that is that it's not the fact that these people are getting called up uh, per se it's that they give up on them after two or three weeks and give them no time to develop and you know it takes no character time. depth yeah that sucks. like you look at so originally when those um five or was it six, uh, five people got called up um over december and january really you don't really see too much of any of them on tv with maybe the exception of lacy but even her is, is is different as well but you don't see nikki cross like i it's been a few weeks since we've seen nikki cross on television yeah that's right um heavy machinery are just doing like a, a comedy bit ec3 has done pretty much nothing um, it's just, it, it, it's, it, it just Depressing. sucks. Yeah, it just really sucks. Um, but anyway, moving on from that, onto a lighter note, let's all embarrass you three with this trivia. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so we'll just, uh, yeah, basically to explain to you guys, we're just going to, um, go around the room, ask a question. If you get it wrong, the person next has an opportunity to answer. First one to ten points wins. That's basically how we're going to do it. And um, if okay. we feel like we want to do more after ten points, we'll keep going. But if not, we'll stop. That's basically how it's going to work. It takes us to get ten points. 
Alrighty, so we'll start with Kevin, and it'll go Brian and Nick, and we'll rotate around. Um, Alrighty, Kevin, are you ready? Ready for this? As ready as I could be, man. <laughs> okay, so... In, in September of 2009, what WWE Hall of Famer served as the announcer on ECW's The Abraham Washington Show? Um, was it Tony Atlas? Ding, ding, ding. Correct. Wow, let's go. Damn. Okay. Damn. Kevin, Kevin's Damn. starting us off hot. Can I tap out right now? <laughs> I'm a ringer. I just haven't told anybody. All righty. Brian. Sir. Who challenged JBL for the WWE Championship in a barbed wire steel cage match at No Way Out 2005? Well, I believe there was a big show there. If I, you catch my drift. I, I got you, and you're definitely correct. All righty. All right, no <laughs> pressure, Nick. No pressure. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All righty. I'm ready. Okay. Oh, no. <laughs> what? <laughs> Don't say that. No, That's no, it's, an, it's not that. It's just the question itself. What SmackDown diva in late 2002 married Al Wilson, the father of fellow diva Tori Wilson? Oh, shit. I know this. Eve Torres? No. No. <laughs> All right, Kevin, who was it? Was it Don Marie? Correct. Uh, Damn it. All right. I knew it was someone like slightly obscure. Dawn Marie. What a story that was. Oh, yeah, really. geez. <laughs> I actually watched a match that they had. They, that Dawn Marie and Tori Wilson had a match. At like 2003 Royal Rumble, and it was trash. <laughs> Braun Penny's match? I No, it was just a regular singles match. It ended in a double axe handle. Oh, good I don't know God. To, I don't know how to feel about that. Like, can, we, can we make the punishment, whoever lo- like is the least amount of points, go back and like watch like women's wrestling back in the early 2000s? I Come mean, on. That's, <laughs> why would you do that? <laughs> Punishment, man. Alrighty, Kevin. I believe it's you. Um, let's go with this one. What two-time WWE champion became world heavyweight champion for the first time by beating Big Show in a last man standing match in January of 2013? Hmm. You've got this, Kevin. I know. Oh, it's uh, it's uh, Alberto Del Rio. Correct. Kevin taking an extraordinary lead. (laughs) Alrighty, Brian. Sir. Who defeated Leader for the Women's Championship at Unforgiven 2006, retiring from full-time in-ring competition? Oh, uh, Trish Stratus. Correct. Yes. Alrighty. Nick. All right. What legend and former NWA and Intercontinental Champion did Chris Jericho defeat at Backlash 2009? 
man. I don't know. Uh, no, I don't know. Kevin, you want to take the reins on this one? Uh, yeah, I'm not 100% positive on this one for the first time, but <laughs> was it Ricky Steamboat? Correct. <laughs> Damn it! I That's knew that! That's what I had in my head, too. I should have just said it. <laughs> this is great for Kevin. <laughs> I'm having fun. <laughs> <laughs> I see that. All right. I'm trying to, I'm trying to, here we go. Kevin, Kevin, Kevin. What former member of the Four Horsemen tried to assist Ric Flair in his match against Undertaker at WrestleMania 18? You suck, Kevin. You don't know this. Arn Anderson? Damn yep. it. Yep. <laughs> 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 All right. <laughs> Was he at like five? <laughs> uh, By the way, he, he was just released from WWE recently. Yeah, I saw that. Yes, he was. Yeah, I did see that. Um, apparently, I seen that it was he was unhappy with his spot in the company, so it was a request. But I don't know how true that is. I heard he was button heads with Vance. Shocker. I'm yeah. pretty sure a concrete concrete wall could buy heads with Vince. <laughs> <sighs> All right, Brian. Sir. What two superstars did John Cena face in a triple threat match for the World Heavyweight Championship at WrestleMania 25? Edge and Big Show. Bam. Yep. I definitely. Give me more Big Show related answers. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Nick. What was the name of the tag team made up of Shad and JTG? Crime time. Uh, hey. <laughs> He's on the board, folks. I'm getting there. Slow start. All right, Kevin. What diva did Ric Flair threaten, causing Mick Foley to say, I quit in their SummerSlam match at two th- in, at 2006's event? You don't know this, Kevin. You don't I know don't, this. I actually, I don't think I do know this. Um, Was it Maria? No. Brian. Uh, who do you think uh, it was? Please, I think I'm going to take a stab. You, Torres? No. Nick. Fuck. You got it. You got this. You've got the... What? Sorry, can... What was the question one more time? Okay, so what diva did Ric Flair threaten causing Mick Foley to say, I quit in their SummerSlam 2006 match? Lita? No. Guys, it was Melina. Damn it. I didn't Uh... know Melina was there yet already. Yeah. Yeah. I I thought she was 07. She would have started in about 2006 with Eminem, wouldn't she? Yeah. Oh wow, they were that early. Yeah. Wow. That must have that must have been afterwards. Alrighty, um, Brian, sir. What future world champion joined Triple H, Shawn Michaels, and the Hardys on Team DX at Survivor Series 2006? You said it was a former world champion. Uh, it was a uh, what future world champion? So at that time, uh, CM Punk. Yes. 
Fuck yeah. Ryan's, <laughs> Ryan's coming up on uh, Kevin's tail here. Nick. Mm-hmm. Let's. Uh... WrestleMania 24, the second WrestleMania to be held outdoors, took place in what southern city? Hmm. Houston, Texas? No, it was Orlando, Florida. Uh, oh, I should have went to everyone else. What am I doing? Yeah. That- <laughs> <laughs> oh, come on. That, Gosh, was, that was on me. <laughs> I'm in negative Ooh. points now. <laughs> <laughs> My bad. You as a referee would be knocked out right now, Josh. <laughs> That's a ref bump. <laughs> That's a ref bump in, it, in itself. <laughs> Okay. Kevin. Yep. Well, two superstars fought in a Belfast brawl at WrestleMania 24. Finley and JBL. Yes. Wow. Ah. <laughs> damn it. Well, because, like, Belfast, that game, I mean, what other wrestler would that have been? I actually <laughs> really like that match, too. Yeah, that match was really good from memory. I haven't watched it in quite some time, but... Um, that's from, like, my favorite WrestleMania. It's WrestleMania 24. Um, while we're in the zone of WrestleManias, what's everyone's favorite WrestleMania? Nick, what's your favorite WrestleMania? Hmm. Just because of all the shock factors and the ending, I'd have to probably say 30. Damn. Brian. Uh, Yeah. What's your favorite WrestleMania? Uh, I don't know the number, Josh, off the top of my head, but I like the uh, WrestleMania where it's uh, Brett versus Owen and then Brett versus Yoko at the end. Um, that would be WrestleMania. Nine. Yeah, nine. Eight or nine, I think. I think it's nine. Uh, Kevin, what's your favorite WrestleMania? Uh, I think my favorite Mania top to bottom is 31. My favorite Mania moment came at 22 when Rey Mysterio won the world title, though. Really? Yes. I'm I do love 31 as well. 30, yeah, 31 is a good mania. Um, manias are always fun, though. We're in WrestleMania season, so it's a fun time for the most part once we get past Fastlane and can actually go towards WrestleMania. Uh, but I anyway. wonder how long it'll... I'm sorry. <laughs> no, you're right. <laughs> um, anyway, who are we up to? I believe it was... Uh, it's Brian. It's I think Brian. it's me. It's Brian. Alrighty. In what type of match did DX defeat Jericho to win the WWE Tag Team Championships in December of 2009? That would be a TLC match, sir. That is correct. And more answers with the Dig Show. That's my jam. I honestly, I honestly didn't <laughs> even like think about third. it until halfway through the question. I was That's like, oh, well, Big Show. Maybe we should just have a, a Brian-only Big Show exclusive trivia uh, challenge. Uh, yes. <laughs> One question for every heel and face turn. <laughs> oh, God. Good. That would go on for hours. I don't know how much time we actually have. Um, all righty, Nick. What... Okay, in, who in 2008 became the first active competitor inducted into the WWE Hall of Fame? Ric Flair? Yes. <clears throat> Bam. Yeah. 
I'm on my mat too. Fear me. <laughs> Comment. Alrighty. Kevin. What 2005 Adam Sandler movie featured appearances by Goldberg, Kevin Nash, Stone Cold Steve Austin, and the great Carly? That would be The Longest Yard. Yes. Alrighty. Brian. Sir. What former friend did Triple H defeat in a sledgehammer ladder match at TLC? Kevin Nash. Oh, damn. (laughs) Kevin Nash. (laughs) Damn. Before the question was even done. (laughs) Damn, Brian. Sorry, was that? (laughs) Brian showing some confidence. (laughs) (laughs) Listen, if anyone's a dick in this, I didn't ask anyone before for the answers, so I'm the dick here. Um, Alrighty, Nick. Alrighty. Who became WWE Champion for the 10th time when he defeated Alberto Del Rio at Night of Champions 2011? I'm going to have to go and say that's John Cena. Yes. Watch out, everyone. No. Alrighty. How are we doing on the score here? I know Kevin's still in the lead. 7-6-3, I think. 7 Six three. That's right. <laughs> Nick's on it. Wow. I think we're just gonna go until we get kind of done with this because Kevin's coming up fast. So is Brian. Whoa. Mm-hmm. Kevin, it's your turn. Yep. Who was forced to defend the World Tag Team Championship by himself against the New Age Outlaws at SummerSlam of nineteen ninety eight? Uh, ninety-eight. Is it uh? No, no, it wasn't him. Um, damn, I don't know. Owen Hart. Brian, who do you think it was? <laughs> I, I think I know. If I'm thinking about the right match, give me Mick Foley. It's correct. It's technically mankind, but Mick Foley is right. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yes. Alrighty, Nick. Oh, no, Brian should say. Sorry. <clears throat> Alrighty, Brian. What former school teacher was the male winner of the first season of WWE Tough Enough? Former teacher? Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. no, uh, Maven. Maven. Maven is correct. I thought you were going to, you were like former teacher, I was like, Matt Stryker is on your brain. I know he's on your brain. (laughs) He really was. (laughs) (laughs) Was that his gimmick? Maven's gimmick? or Matt Matt Stryker's gimmick. Yeah, he was a teacher for a little while on uh, ECW. (laughs) Alrighty, Nick. Mm Mm-hmm. For the first five years that it aired, SmackDown was on what night of the week? Thursday. That's correct. Damn. Alrighty. Kevin. Yes. 
What tag team unified the WWE and WCW World Tag Team Championships at SummerSlam 2001? Is it the Dudleys? No. Brian, who was it? They unified. Oh, wait, wait, SummerSlam. Uh, no, no, no. This was uh, Kurt Angle, Chris Benoit. No, Nick. Fuck. Who was it? Legit. Was it uh, Edge and Christian? No, it was it was Undertaker and Kane. Oh, <laughs> oh, wow. I forgot they were Brothers of Destruction back then, or around that time. I, I didn't even know who they would have faced at that pay-per-view. Neither <laughs> do I. I have no oh, wait, idea. Wait, wait, wait. It, it was like, uh, was it like DDP? Was it Austin and... and- it actually might have been DDP because that's when he first come in. It was being all creepy. Yeah. Either, either. Um. <laughs> Alrighty. I believe it's Brian's turn. Yes. Right. Okay. Who teamed with Goldust in the mixed tag team match against Mark Merritt and Sable? At WrestleMania 9. Oh, fuck. Oh, oh, God. What the hell is her little name? Uh, uh, sorry, I'm just blanking on her name. God, oh, what the hell is her name? <laughs> Team with Goldust. I want to say it was her tiny little manager, but I have no freaking idea what her name was. Uh, I don't know. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll forego. Uh, go ahead, Nicholas, if you can steal. Yeah, Nick, have you got this one? <sighs> I know it starts. Terry Runnels. No, Kevin. Not. No. It's, it's on you. Was it? Uh, I, I don't know for certain. Was it uh, Luna? It was Luna. Oh Damn. my god. <laughs> I should have known that because I had. That's when Luna was like super. Like, was that when Goldust was doing like the the dog gimmick where he had like the ball in his mouth? It, I think so. I think it was. Ah, uh, damn it! Oh yeah, that would have been before Terry. I think. Would it would it be before Terry or after Terry? After I don't it, remember. It, it, I think it would have been after because she like I just remember China debuting and when uh, Goldust and Triple H were feuding and her China just thrown around like a rag doll. <laughs> oh my god, China yeah. Well. Alrighty. Nick. Alright. Who defeated The Undertaker in a Buried Alive match at Survivor Series 2003? Would have been Kane, I think. Kevin. Who was it? Uh, Vince McMahon. That is correct. God! Oh man! Kane Kane interfered, I believe. Yeah, Kane act, Kane basically gave Vince the victory. Yeah, yeah and he put the, the dirt on top of the casket. And... I mean, I never had a. I, was it UB? I forgot what channel it used to be on back then. UPS or, or not UPS? They started with U or something, and I never had SmackDown. UPN. UPN, yeah. Alrighty, before we move on, I do have to 
take a little moment to hear some words from some lovely people. So we'll be back in just a second. Do not stress. We'll be back in just a couple of minutes. Hey, what's going on, everybody? This is 8-Bit Ray from the Gorilla Brain Podcast, part of the Pulse Podcast Network. Did you know that you could be using this spot to advertise your company or business? Well, I've done the research, and PodcastInsights.com report that podcast listeners are loyal, affluent, and mostly college-educated, but most importantly, are five times more likely to interact with the ad they hear on their favorite podcast than an ad from any other medium. If you would like to advertise your company or brand with our network, it's simple. All you have to do is send an email to marketing at pulsepodcastnetwork.com. I'll say it one more time marketing at pulsepodcastnetwork.com and we hope to hear from you soon welcome to wrestling on cameras podcast where i discuss all things wwe available on apple podcast partomatic app and spotify the blog is available on wrestlingonkaren.blogspot.com welcome back to this uh very intense showdown we've got going on here uh, with some trivia. Um, it is Kevin's turn on this one. Um, Kevin, Kevin seems to be ready for this. Kevin is, he's got all hands on deck for this one. Um, I'm locked in. (laughs) Alrighty. Kevin, what former WWE champion is often credited with the idea behind WWE's annual tribute to the troops show? Hmm. Um. Is it John Cena? No, Brian. Do you know who so. it is? Uh, damn. You said former WWE champion. Yes. Okay. Batista? No. Nick, do you know? Hmm. Triple H? No. It's JBL. Oh. 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 Damn it, yeah. Oh. I wouldn't have gotten that one. Yeah, that's like right up his alley for like the army bit. Yeah. Damn it. Should have known that. Alrighty. Brian. Yes, sir. What superstar won the Elimination Chamber match to face Alberto Del Rio at WrestleMania 29? Jack Swagger. Oh, confidence. Damn. I love when Brian's confident. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Nick. Let's go. This one's funny. <laughs> what WWE competitor starred in the movie Knucklehead? Uh, <laughs> God, I have You've no got idea. this, Nick. No clue. Absolutely no clue. Uh, I'm just going to go with one of the best. Hogan? Nope. Kevin, do you know? Uh, who could forget the, the feature film Knucklehead starring The Big Show? Brian's, Damn it! Brian's favorite. Of course, it's a big show. 
<laughs> Blast. Alrighty. Uh, Kevin. Let's yes, see. What future WWE Hall of Famer teamed with Sable for her mixed tag team match with Mark Merritt and Jacqueline at SummerSlam 1998? Mm. Future WWE Hall of Famer teamed with Sable. Uh, I have no clue. I'll just say Kane. Nope. Brian, do you have any clue? Okay, say it one more time. What future WWE Hall of Famer teamed with Sable for her mixed tag team match with Mark Merrow and Jacqueline at SummerSlam of 1998? Okay, future WWE Hall of Famer. So it's not anybody important. So it's got to be a bit player. So it's got to be somebody with a funny bit. Trying to think of anybody of substance, like teaming with Shable, it's like super hard. Give me Godfather. Nope. Nick. Fuck. You got any clue? Hmm. Uh, I don't know. Val Venus? Nope. Guys, guys, it was Edge. What? It was Edge. I thought Edge is... He's not already a Hall of Famer. Am I nuts? Or are you just saying... Never mind. I I heard your question. I heard your question now. (laughs) No, I wouldn't have known that. Alrighty. Brian, your turn. Yeah. Sir. Alrighty. Who was the first superstar that Undertaker defeated three times while building his 20 and 0 WrestleMania streak? So, okay, this was the third time you beat him? Yeah. Okay, like overall, but not just in WrestleMania. Uh, third time in WrestleMania. Oh, uh,. Triple H. Yeah. All right. Nick. Mm-hmm. Who was... Oh, my bad. What last-minute substitution won the championship scramble for the World Heavyweight Championship at Unforgiven of 2008? Sam Punk? No. Kevin, do you know? Chris Jericho? Yes, that is correct. I wasn't sure, but that was, that was more or less a guess. <laughs> well done. Kevin. <laughs> In what type of match did Sheamus defeat John Cena at two... Th- at TLC 2010 to win his first WWE championship. 
Twas a tables match. That is correct. All right. Brian. Yes, sir. What referee and aspiring WWE superstar cost Ryback his match for the WWE Championship at WWE Hell in a Cell 2012? Oh, God damn it. Uh, fuck, what is this guy's name? Uh, I know exactly who it is because it's the same guy who got in trouble with uh, Paige and the leaks. Oh, uh, God, what the fuck is this guy's name? Oh, Brad Maddox. Yes. Maddox, whatever. Damn it. I was like, oh, <laughs> Brian's got this, but he's not going to get his name. <laughs> okay. Who are we at? We're at Nick? Or... Yeah. I think so, yeah. All right. Yeah. What legendary superstar won the first ever Punjabi prison match at the 2006 Great American Bash? Oh, God. I know it's one of the three. It's either... I'm pretty sure it's Taker. You're right. It's The Undertaker. Also, I I have Batista in my head as well. (laughs) I have Batista and Big Show because Big Show's in everything. (laughs) Big Show is in in a lot of these. (laughs) Brian, I have to ask you, are you a a big fan of The Big Show? Oh, man. Uh, I mean, he's all, I mean, you know, he's all right. I think, honestly, I, I like, I didn't mind his kind of last little hurrah when he had the W, or like the world title run versus Sheamus, and he had like the, I, I just like, I enjoyed that part of Big Show because I felt like that was probably the most athletic Big Show that we've seen in WWE. I mean, when he first came up, I think he had so much potential, but obviously throughout his career, he's had the weight fluctuation. Uh, is he my favorite big guy overall? I mean, no. I mean, I, I think he's just always been a very good company guy. Uh, I will say when he went full shave with no hair and no beard, he looked like uh, – God, he looked like uh, the big <laughs> goofy guy. Uh, what's that guy's name with the straps? Uh, Con- uh King Kong, King Kong Bundy. Bundy. There you go. Yeah, that was a really bad look. <laughs> terrible look. Terrible look. But he seems like a pretty cool dude overall, but not like my favorite big man overall. If I can ask, did y'all watch that kind of documentary on Mark Henry? That was very good. Um, I, I actually know, I haven't watch watched it yet. it yet. No. It was very good. I, I enjoyed it. Um, Why we're on the topic of, of big guys, Brian, who, who do you think is your – who is your favorite – big guy in in wrestling history uh dater has to be i just i felt like he was a monster and unfortunately wwe didn't want to use him they he would just get jobbed out to everybody makes me very sad um nick who's your favorite big guy I've liked a few, but at the top, it's got to be Kane. Kane is just, he's entertained me for damn near two, decade, two decades, and uh, he's gone through so many shifts, and even the ones that I hate, he always just manages to put a smile on my face. Like, who could have predicted him and Daniel Bryan and Team Hell No being so good? Like, <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I, just the, the 
promos with him and Daniel in the restaurant and stuff like that, you can't beat it. Yeah, no, nah, he's <laughs> he's really he is really good. Um, I Kevin, can't remember what he said. Later, <laughs> Kevin, what's who's your favorite big guy in, in uh, wrestling history? I agree with Nick. I'd say Kane. He's just been so entertaining for so long. Like, in all these different incarnations of him, whether he was the silent monster, he was having fun teaming with X-Pac, he got unmasked, he's, you know, he's been corporate Kane, he's been Team Hell No Kane. I've loved it all. <laughs> even, I swear, even corporate Kane, I enjoyed. He's, See, you um, guys are not even calling... Oh, sorry, Josh. Go no, ahead. you cry fine. I was going to say, you guys are not even calling the best versions of Kane when he was fake Diesel and the dentist. <laughs> oh, God, <laughs> Isaac Yankum. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Oh man, Kane Kane is um if I could like use a word to kind of describe Kane, it's like consistent. He's just con- or yeah. constant at least. He's just kind of always been around. I know not so much now, but um he's always been a very solid person wrestling and character-wise and like we've said he's gone through so many shifts and changes and he's very adaptable in that he just kind of i think does whatever he's kind of told and makes the most of it you can't really hate that if i could just say one last thing about candace it's not just as his theme i his he has always had one of the best theme songs and it's also grown with him over the years also i obviously the well, that one version from 04 was my favorite. I can't think of the name right now. Finger 11, the version. Yes, very good. I love that. Yeah, very, very good. But, uh, yeah, that's just small little things like that matter, and that's why Kane has always been one of my favorites as well. Bring back Pyro. <laughs> I want my Pyro. <laughs> I miss Pyro. I do. Um, um, I don't even know who we're up to. I'm not sure. I'm not even sure what the score is either. <laughs> oh God, let me let me have a quick little <laughs> let me have a quick little count. I gotta imagine uh, Kevin's at ten by now. <laughs> oh, he would be. So Kevin, I think at, it's Kevin's go. Kevin's at thirteen. <laughs> Brian nice. is at. Brian's at ten, and Nick. Is that five? Five. Yeah. All right, Kevin, we'll go with you. Alrighty. Right. Let's. let's uh... During his reign as King of the Ring, who served as King Booker's queen? Oh, uh, Queen Charmel. That's right. Damn it. King Booker. <laughs> Ooh, yeah. <laughs> Can I say, like, the uh, Charmel Kurt Angle thing was probably, like, one of the creepiest angles they've ever done? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. No 100%. doubt. 100%. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, no doubt. <laughs> All right. Okay, Brian. Yes, sir. Who did John Cena defeat in a tables, ladders, and chairs match at Unforgiven 2006 to win back the WWE Championship? That would be Edge. That is correct. Damn. Alright. Nick. 
who won the ECW Championship in the Extreme Elimination Chamber at 2006's December to Dismember? You got this, Nick. It, uh, it, it might be the big show. It might be the big show. Don't even tell me it's the big show. <laughs> uh, CM Punk, no. Is that, is that your final answer? I don't know. RVD? No. Kevin, do you know? I'm not... It's, of course, Kevin. Uh, Bobby Lashley. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it's Bobby Lashley at that just horrid event. It was. It just, was. It was Bobby. I pretty and much Big blocked show. out the half of that show out of my mind that I watched when I was definitely not sober. <laughs> <laughs> um, have you guys ever gone back and watched that show in the last few no. years? No. No. I, I will not. No. I have. Just the fact that they 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 just jobbed out Punk. Like, no, yeah, I refuse. That chamber was so odd. The whole show was odd. It was really short. Like, it ran really short. Um, just it just was not not a good show at all. I've watched it. Maybe uh, it's probably been a year or two since I've watched it. Now, I don't know why I put myself through watching it, but I was just like. I can't remember watching this live. I know I have watched it before, but I was like, let's let's watch it. Oh, man. It was a shitstorm. Although the test elbow drop of the chair was a pretty cool spot. The, the concept of it was fine. It was the execution of it that wasn't great. Yeah. All right, moving on. Kevin. Who defeated Chavo Guerrero for the ECW Championship in less than 30 seconds at WrestleMania 24? Kane. Damn it. Damn. Alright. Oh, here, here, here you go, Brian. <laughs> it's the big show. <laughs> More big show, yes. Final uh, answer. Um... <laughs> what future WWE Divas champion was the winner of NXT Season 3? Spoiler, it was not uh, the big show. <laughs> damn it. Uh, I'm, I'm going to take a stab in the dark here. Was it Alicia Fox? No. Nick, do you know? Season 3. Oh, God. When did Eddie NXT start? Like, 05, 06, 07? Um... Kelly Kelly? Nope. Kevin, you've got this, haven't you? Could you read it again one more time, the question? Yeah. So it was, what future WWE Divas champion was the winner of NXT Season 3? Uh, oh, NXT balls. I thought you said tough enough. Uh. Um, dude, it's down to two names for me. Was it Caitlin? It's Caitlin. God! Double balls. I, I should have confirmed. I thought I was so far off. I was thinking a completely different thing. <laughs> oh damn! Kevin just coming in and snatching it up. <laughs> Alrighty, um, Nick. <laughs> what was the name <laughs> of 
What was the name of the so-called diva who looked like a certain male superstar that won the Miss WrestleMania Battle Royal at WrestleMania 25? Santina Morella. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh man, Santina Morella. I miss I miss Santino so much. <laughs> that dance tell that, me uh, that Santina did at a uh, WrestleMania when she won that battle royal was a sight to see. I believe Kid Rock was playing some music in the background. <laughs> I feel like it was very empowering to women. <laughs> yeah, yeah nothing so Nothing says we respect women by having a man win the biggest battle royal they've had. <laughs> oh, man. James Ellsworth. <clears throat> All right. Kevin. Yeah. Who forced Triple H to tap out in the main event of SummerSlam 2012? SummerSlam. Wow, someone forced Triple H to tap out. That's crazy. Uh, um, <laughs> SummerSlam 2012. Big show, big show, big show. Oh, uh, uh, no, it was Brock Lesnar. It was Brock Lesnar. Damn. <laughs> okay. Brian. Is there... What superstar entered WrestleMania 2000 as both the Intercontinental and European Champion? Ooh, uh, it's really, it's two people. Give me Double J. Is that your final answer? Yes, Double J. It's 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 not. Uh, Nick, do you know who it is? Damn it! Chris Jericho? No, Kevin. Uh, Kevin's got to um, know who it is. I don't know for sure. Is it, was it Rob Van Dam? Nope. It was D.L. Brown, wasn't it? Nope. Oh. <laughs> it was Kurt Angle. Damn it. Second Double job. balls. Guys, guys, guys. Because there wasn't that many double champs, and, like, that's why... You said 2000, but I think they were like 99, 98. Because, like, I remember Mark Henry came back from an injury and then he hit uh, D'Lo with a guitar. And then (laughs) Double J basically gave him the European champion after he won it. I remember. I I know what you're talking about. Um, On the the subject of one, Kurt Angle. Obviously, he's not in his prime anymore now, obviously. Um, I'll just go around. Kevin has kind of laid down his thoughts on Kurt Angle wrestling in this in this year, 2019. But um, Nick, we'll start with you. Do you want to see Kurt Angle wrestle for too much longer? Kurt Angle has always been just under my number one, which is Chris Jericho. He's always just been just under. He, I love chain wrestling. I love suplexes, and very, very few on this planet have ever done it like Kurt. But man, they should have had him in like maybe the big four, and that's it. 
And I under like if they would have stopped at Drew McIntyre just to put him over, that's fine. That's the old school mentality. Go with it. Drew McIntyre's pretty good and I want to see him go far. But they just keep beating a dead horse and no I really hope WrestleMania is his last match because it's just you can't you can't really fight physics and eventually you can't fight time with how bad it gets and you can even see it on Kurt Angle. He's just his neck and his shoulders are one and the same and his arms are nowhere near as big as they used to be. So I just want to see him do maybe one more and then just ride off. Yeah. Um Brian, what do you kind of think about this? Is is Kurt Angle someone you would like to see wrestling still? Or do you think it's time to maybe hang up the boots? I would have liked for them to do something with that McIntyre thing, like build it. They could have easily started just building that up, like in that maybe Mania been uh, his last match, and that could have been like a big push for McIntyre. Like there was no like really follow up story after that because there's been so much great, great storytelling because we've got uh, you know the the tremendous trio of McIntyre, Lashley, and Baron Corbin just beating on Braun Strowman because, I mean, we got to have Braun Strowman in the show. So, but uh, I, I would like for them to give them a solid story just because I really honestly feel like a lot of the matches he's been, uh, you know, provided have been forced into. Exception of Mania, I thought that was good. But all those other yeah. matches, I mean, TLC where he was the Honorary Shield member. I mean, I didn't like him in Survivor Series. That was just weird, too. Um I mean, although a part of me after that would have liked, loved to see, like, uh, Shane and Kurt one more time and just throw each other through shit. That would have been kind of fun. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, now, Kevin, I know you have your thoughts on Angle. Do you still stand with them? Do you... What do you, what do you want from this kind of version of Kurt? Do you just want to see him not wrestle at all anymore? Is it something that you want to see at least built to, what's your kind of take? If they could build, I, mean, I, I really don't want to see him wrestle anymore just because of like the, how much it probably is affecting his body in a negative way. But if they could build him something to WrestleMania, like something worthwhile, something that really like makes the fans care, then that's fine. He deserves, he, he's, he's a legend. He deserves to go out on his terms um, if he wants a mania match with somebody, he'll put them over. So be it. That's fine with me. I just can't watch it on a consistent basis. Like I don't want to watch him wrestle on a, like a random Monday Night Raw. It's just he's. It's not. You know, it's not befitting of him, and it's not really worth the fans' time. That's yeah. fair. Yeah, that is fair. Um, yeah, it takes away from the specialty factor. Yeah, even a um, for a nostalgia feeling, al- feeling alone. It takes that. It takes away from that. Um, so, I mean, I would like to see them build something up just to kind of give him the proper send off. But I don't think Kurt has got too much more left in him. I think that's fair to say he is getting older and um, whatever it may be. But I'd like to see something built, especially with Mania around the corner. But um, who knows what they're going to do because they have him on TV sometimes, and they don't, they're not really references him too much when he's not on television, so who knows what the plan is, but um, I'd like to see, Kurt deserves the send-off, he's had a tremendous career, he's one of the best, um, so I'd like to see something 
come of come of his end to his story. Um, yeah, definitely. All right, we'll do we'll do one more round of this, um, and then we'll end it all up. We'll, we'll uh, mix it up here. We'll mix it up. Let's go to uh, Brian. Yes, sir. All right. In what type of match did Shawn Michaels and Undertaker compete for the WWE Championship at 1998's Royal Rumble event? Casket match. Damn. Nice. Nice. Well, I mean, it's that one was like... Too, like, because 99, obviously, that's when... Shawn wasn't even there. That. Yeah. And, well, then, you know, I just... 99, I just think of, like, when he lost his smile, too. So that's an easy one. <laughs> Alrighty. Nick. Oh, yeah. Who defeated John Cena in a New York City parking lot brawl at the 2008 Great American Bash? You've got this, Nick. I believe in you. It might be the big show. Maybe. That sounds like Edge. No. Let's, uh, you saw Kevin. You don't know who this is, Kevin. Let's, 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 let's give Brian the opportunity to go first here. Boom. Brian, who is it? Give give me if this. I'm processing a parking lot match with John Cena. I think there's only been one of those, and he was getting frog splashed on. So give me Eddie Guerrero. There's been two. That was the first one, so you're wrong. Fuck! Kevin, do you know? Yep, there, there has been two. The first one, of course, being with Eddie Guerrero, and the second one being with JBL. That is correct, Kevin. Ah, <laughs> uh, balls. I don't even remember that JBL match. <laughs> I just remember the I Quit, Mania, and then... Uh, yeah, those were the really only ones I remember. All right, Kevin... The last question. If, I'm going to put it on Kevin. Kevin, if you get this wrong, you lose the whole game. No, I'm kidding. Yes. <laughs> what? Sudden death. Let's, All let's, in. Let's, uh, let's see. Kevin, Kevin, Kevin. Alrighty, Kevin. Whew. What W? What former WCW champion unsuccessfully challenged Triple H for the World Heavyweight Championship at the Royal Rumble 2003? Oh, you oh. suck, Kevin. <laughs> oh, yeah, it was uh, Scott Steiner. That is correct. Ding, ding, oh, ding. Oh, God, Steiner Mash. Kevin, Kevin, round of applause. You did very well today. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Very nice, very nice. Alrighty, guys. I I have to watch a gross divas match now or something. (laughs) Hey, man, you gotta watch a gross divas match. You you were in last. (laughs) I know. (laughs) What is pain? Or Josh, maybe we should take a poll. What what's Nicholas's uh, punishment? Well, guys, I mean, Dawn Marie versus Tori Wilson at Royal Rumble two thousand and three aforementioned yes. last question it's a it's a match and a half like it's um 
it's certainly... I hope it's a minute and a half. <laughs> I it might be. Honestly, it probably wouldn't run too much longer than that, but um, a technical classic, um, as you can tell by the... All right, the how about hands. this? How about this? To honor that gross, disgusting punishment, <laughs> <laughs> I, will, I will make a reaction video to it. <laughs> yes, yes. There you go. What a, t- what a team player. Gotta have some honor in it, I guess. <laughs> what a good sport. Um, guys, thank to the you bottom of much. the card. <laughs> what, thank you very much, guys, for um, coming on. Um, me and Kevin appreciate it very, very, very much. Um, Absolutely. No problem. I had a, I had a great time. Um, trivia is something that I just find is a good way to open up conversations about wrestling. Um, just in a very non-traditional way i guess but um we learned today that brian is in love with the big show so um if you take <laughs> yeah. anything from this is that brian loves big show so much the show love him <laughs> he is the best finisher it's a punch <laughs> punch right in the face man he had a couple like potential good ones like where he had kind of like the uh the cutter like uh Eye of the hurricane drop. or whatever it was yeah, yeah yeah that one i thought for his size where he'd throw in a leg drop too was perfect because i was like dude he's got like a 500 pound tree trunk of a leg that would kill someone leg drops don't work unless you're hogan <laughs> okay who's guys, excited for is... that uh hogan biopic oh i seen about that i'm excited for that too I'm excited to see what they're going to do with Chris Hemsworth's hair. <laughs> um, speaking of movies, Fighting With My Family has been promoted out of its ass. Are you guys going to all go watch it? I'm waiting to see it. I'm hopeful to see it this weekend. I've heard good things. It might be actually a movie I would go and see in the theaters. I don't see many movies in the theaters, but it's hard to resist the rock and page. Um, yeah, I, I, yeah, I'm not like a movie goer myself, but this is probably one I have to make an exception for, just because the story is so unique and interesting. I think it's going to be. I've heard good things about it, like you said, so I'm really looking forward to it. Yeah, well, I can't go and watch it for another whole month because it doesn't open in Australia until oh, twenty. Oh, yeah, that's March. right. Oh, so that's harsh. I have to wait. Damn you, then, Australia! Yeah, honestly. Get your shit together. Um, I know the internet's here. There's a giveaway going on <laughs> <laughs> with uh, WWE Australia's uh, Twitter page. I want to win those tickets to go and see an early screening. So uh, I probably won't. But um, hey, I'm going to keep retweeting that crap. Um, but yeah, I can't, <laughs> watch it for, I can't watch it for a month. So by that time, I'll probably be over it and won't want to watch it anymore. Um, so... I'm not a big movie person. I'm not a. I haven't been to the theaters in a long time. So, um, yeah. Anyway, to end this podcast, we'll, um, this is your chance to kind of sell your stuff. Promote it as much as fighting with my family's been promoted. We'll start with Nick. Where can we find you on social media? What have you got coming up? This is your chance to shine. Sure thing. Thank you. Um, well, first of all, I had a blast, so thank you very much for that. And uh, you can again, you can find me at uh, GG Vision at, on YouTube or GG Vision eighty eight on Twitter. I also sometimes stream on uh, Guardian Growth Vision on uh, Twitch. 
Um, I have a Patreon. There's quite a few benefits mm-hmm. if you decide to support me like that as well. I appreciate it. Um, I'm a part of Supportive Creators, a very big, uh, just as it sounds, a community of people who support any kind of content you do as well. And uh, as far as upcoming projects, I just plan on keeping up with the in-ring rundown, getting better and better. Uh, you'll see plenty more of Metronomical and plenty of Smash highlights to hopefully put a smile on your face. So thank you all again. No worries. Brian... This is your chance to put yourself over. What do you what do you got coming up? Where can we find you? All of that jazz. Oh man, so much basketball content. If <laughs> any of those are interested, Josh and Kevin are part of the Pulse Podcast network like myself, so shout out to our homies there. Um, a lot of different segments this week. Hopefully I'll be dropping about three or four different podcast segments. Basketball related obviously, but I certainly try to have fun. Uh, Brian Zillman, Twitter, first and last name. Uh, the podcast is available at Blue Hardwood. Yeah, just basketball, and I try to do my best to have fun. Uh, hopefully planning a trip this summer to Summer League, and hopefully in a couple of weeks working on the first podcast giveaway, so stay tuned for that. Yeah, Brian's a fun time. Nick's a fun time. Kevin, of course, we know where <laughs> to find you on uh, uh, social media and stuff like that. Have you got anything interesting coming up soon, Kevin? Um, I, it's, it's hard to look too hard in the future. I've really been on a, like a break from writing, but I, I just published something today, a little mental health piece. Uh, it's a big part of what I do in wrestling, mental health, the intersection between the two, stuff like that. But I, I am planning on having something come out on Friday in honor of it being March, March being, you know, college basketball's biggest month of the year it's bracket season everyone loves filling out yes. brackets See, there you go See? <laughs> That's some enthusiasm. so i'll be filling out my bracket for the uh, the new japan cup on friday and i'll be sharing that with uh twitter i'll probably do some i'll probably try to do some other sort of bracket related wrestling tournament throughout the month too i haven't figured that out yet though yeah um i'll be here as per normal, you'll find me here um, with Kevin every Tuesday and Friday or Monday and Thursday in American lands. Um, but, <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, yes, it's, uh, it's still weird to me that you guys are all still in Monday and here I am on Tuesday. And it's still weird to me, and time zones really freak me out, and I don't know why. <laughs> but, um... Oh, hey. quit cheating. <laughs> <laughs> um, on that note, I hope you all had a wonderful time with some wrestling trivia, and me and Kev will be back later this week with some cool little stuff. Um, please go to my Twitter, at Wrestling Reverb, and vote in the Reverb Rewind Episode 2 poll. We've got four rules to choose from, and... Yeah, go to that. Do all that. And uh, see you guys next time. Peace. Thank you. Yo, 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 everyone. This is your NIK, aka Double G speaking. And if you're hearing this, I can't help but notice you must be a wrestling fan. So, of course, I'd like to tell you about GG Vision, a YouTube channel dedicated to making you laugh like an idiot and compete like a gladiator. With weekly content featuring the main event, the in ring rundown, a wrestling satirical recap show similar to the Mark Remark that gives you a nice breakdown of everything that happens at WWE's flagship shows. Sprinkled with my own personal touch of commentary, of course, so it might be just a little bit different than what you're used to. 
But that is not all. Compete against myself or other Smashers and enjoy weekly highlights showcasing all the lovely Falcon knees and punches you could ask for. Battle for prize money in Metronominal, a Pokemon League on Showdown dedicated to metronome battles only that become far more intense than they should be. So if you're looking for a wrestling channel that comes with just a few extra goodies, one that strives to involve its members, join us fellow outlaws and enjoy the show. This has been Man From Earth with all the girth, telling you to be the character that you know you're worth. See you soon. Yeah. <laughs>